The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. I'm going out with the girls this weekend. Nails, done. Outfit, stunner. And my skin? I know it's going to be glowing because I glammed up my shower routine with new Olay Indulgent Moisture Body Wash. It smells so luxurious and deeply moisturizes with its super rich, creamy lather that's bursting with vitamin B3 complex. So my skin glows and my confidence grows. Try new Olay Indulgent Moisture Body Wash for glowing skin in just 14 days. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM. Let's create. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome to It Happens. Sometimes the podcast where it's happened shit um garrison chris somebody 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 pick this up this is on you anybody nope anybody got help not bailing you out of this one (laughs) okay well you know what podcast this is you've been listening presumably for months or this is your first time listening if so i've probably lost you already with that bush league introduction jesus christ um i'm robert evans this is a show about how things fall apart and how to maybe stop them from falling apart as much. And today we're talking to some people who were in kind of the best case scenario situation for having uh, a bunch of authoritarians try to uh, uh, dominate your country, uh, by which I mean we're talking to some Chilean activists who uh, who, who won um, in as much as it's it's possible to win in the world. Um, it's a pretty exciting situation um, happening there. I'm excited to introduce people to like what's been going on. But first, I want to introduce our guests for today. Um, y'all want to y'all want to say hello? Uh, hello. <laughs> uh, my name is Jeremiah. Uh, I'm from the United States, but I've lived in Chile for the last 10 years. And I'm Stephanie. Uh, <laughs> I'm a Chilean and, and I'm, I'm live here with with my my husband. 
Hi, I'm Nicolas. Um, I'm Chilin, and I have been living here for my whole life. Yeah, so we started a, a small group uh, called Vecinos Unidos uh, to do some activism to try to get out the vote for the plebiscito uh, to try to uh, a couple, last year to get the um, constitution uh, approved to be voted on and um, and it was successful. So we are proud of the, the small bit of work that we did to help that happen. And so today the constitution is being written and it's a very exciting time. Yeah, and I want to, let's pull back a little bit because the last time we we talked about um, Chile on Behind the Bastards in 2019 when um, a protest that started as some, I think it's fair to say Zoomers, uh, protesting uh, a fare increase by like jumping fares at the, at the, the, the underground, the subway, um, was met with police doing police stuff, uh, which was met with people taking to the streets in very significant numbers, which is the thing that by now a lot more people are experienced with. But unlike kind of what happened in my country, you did it. You made them blink. And and that's what the plebiscite is, right? Like the there was an agreement made to give because Chile was still, if I'm not mistaken, governed under the same constitution that, that Pinochet had had, right? Um, yeah. And Correct. Pinochet, famously not a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wonder if you might give us kind of an overview of y'all's experience during that time, from like the start of the protests to, oh shit, we might actually get to change things at a pretty fundamental level in our country. Um, yeah, so it was an incredible time um, about exactly two years ago. So just the 18th of October uh, was just the two-year anniversary and um, as you said, it all started with um, literal high schoolers, 16-year-olds um, who were protesting a uh, 30 peso increase, which is, you know, like 20 cent increase uh, in the metro. But we, of course, have one of the most expensive metros in the world and a very low um, uh, minimum wage here. And so... As you said, they went out there and started to jump the turnstiles, but in massive groups, hundreds of them going to the metro together and all jumping um, together. And in response, uh, the government uh, ended up closing the uh, metros. And so it was this Friday night um, and we were having dinner and uh, suddenly the metros were all closed and everyone had to just walk home from work or dinner or where they were. And that was kind of the beginning of everything. And it was almost like the government brought it on themselves because suddenly there were thousands of people in the streets just because they had no other way to get home. And um, from there, uh, they there were protests and um, the protests were met with uh, extreme police uh, oppression and water cannons and tear gas and all of that. And um, eventually it led to uh, one march, which had over a million people throughout Chile marching and um, a series of marches and protests basically every week for months. Um, and finally, uh, it came down to uh, they announced that there would be this plebiscite and it was a vote, um, yes or no, to create a new constitution um, because, uh, yes, Chile is still, th there were some reforms in uh, the early 2000s uh, to the constitution, but 
Um, still, uh, we live under the constitution written by Jaime Guzman, um, kind of Pinochet's right-hand man. And um, we happen to live, Nico is our good friend and also our next door neighbor. And we live about four blocks from the Plaza, um, formerly Plaza Italia. Now the protesters have deemed it uh, Plaza Dignidad. And um, so we've been just in the middle of it. And uh, for, for a couple months, our, our whole neighborhood was like a war zone and uh, just really crazy protests every single day and, and tear gas and, and all of that. And um, it, was, it was really intense for a while and uh, it, it still is, you know, um, last Friday, uh, we, you know, were met with tear gas and, and water cannons again. So it's, it's, it's uh, even though the, con the constitution is being written again and the plebiscite was a year ago, but the police are still out there um, being bastards. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm curious what each of you kind of sees as the moment when, or if you, because maybe I was going too optimistic, right? Like, I, I guess I'm wondering, do you think that a corner has been turned? And and if so, what was kind of the moment each of you felt that like, oh my God, we might actually, this isn't just going to be like showing up to get the shit kicked out of us. We, we're we going to get some at least of what we're fighting for. Uh, what do you think, Nico? Yeah, I mean, I think that like that particular moment was when we finally went to the uh, elections, the what you call the referendum mm -hmm. for, the, for this uh, new constitution. And we were kind of skeptic about the, the percentage of people who will approve this uh, new constitution. Uh, because uh, a few months ago or a few weeks before this uh, referendum, we have like, uh, uh, polls. We had the polls and they were kind of 50-50. So we were kind of skeptic about, are we gonna have a new constitution or not? And that the same night, I mean, the, the process is very quick. So after, I don't know, the, the, um, this thing closed at 6 p.m. And then you have the results like three hours later. So on the same day, we were having the, the results and it was like 80 against 20. So it was like kind of shocking. I mean, we, I, I, I think that nobody was expecting to have this kind of 80% of the, of the people in Chile were I want to, I don't know, throw to the beam the Pinochet constitution. So it was kind of like, a, I, don't, I don't know, I would say like the best moment. Yeah, there's this, there's a, an American, a, a, a deceased American um, sociologist who, who wrote an essay that I find quite influential called The Shock of Victory. And it's about how activists often fail to take advantage of of their momentum like because they're kind of surprised at the success early on and then they don't properly take advantage of what they have when they have it and and you know progress gets turned back which i think we've seen happen in the united states in the wake of of what happened here last summer why do you think that that hasn't happened in chile what do you think it is that 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 enabled um you y'all to actually keep the pressure on and and take advantage of that that moment in time which which never I, I guess that's what I'm impressed with the most is that you y'all did manage to to make that momentum work for you rather than kind of letting it pull you off balance. And I, I guess I'm just trying to get a handle on on how. Um, I guess for me, what I think it's lost a lot in the conversation is um, the primera linea, 
so the first line of defense. And so you had um, a bunch of young people, anarchists, you know, just crazy young people who went out there to fight with the cops every single day. And it was really impressive. And a lot of times we, uh, I don't know, I feel like they don't get the credit they deserve because, uh, you know, they're the delinquents and mm -hmm. that, you know, we talk a lot about um, the big marches when there was a million people in the street. And, and obviously, like Nico said, winning the vote by 79% showed that it was uh, something that everyone in Chile wanted, but it, it never would have happened if it weren't for the, this small group of, of fighters who were there every single day facing tear gas and uh, water cannons and police beating them up with, uh, you know, throwing rocks and stuff like that. So I think uh, that's the main thing. It, it wasn't like once a month or even once a week, it was every single day and they were there on the front line and it, uh, none of this would be possible without them. That's fascinating to me because obviously things like that, groups like that existed here, like in Portland, went every night for not as long, but for not an insignificant amount of time. And it was those same. It was a lot of these kind of young anarchist frontliners who were willing to go toe to the toe with the cops every night. But you didn't have you didn't have that kind of larger, more moderate populace backing them up. And I guess one of the things I'm curious about is what was kind of the you mentioned you don't think they get the credit they deserve was there a broad attitude that like these people are the ones going face to face with the cops so that those of us, you know, people who are older, people who aren't in as good a shape, people who can't physically take as much abuse can still show up? Or was it I, I'm kind of curious how how those people represented what they were doing and how it how it was seen by most of kind of the more moderate people who still supported change around you, because that. That dynamic exists in any mass protest movement, and I'm it 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 worked where you are, and I'm I'm trying to get a handle on maybe how it was different than than what I saw in Portland. Uh, so now a lot of them are in jail, and yeah. um, or without one eye. So it's yeah. uh, it's really terrible because we have all these new uh, beautiful process, but um, we are without. Uh, really a completely democracy with uh, liberty with the, for this guy or or democracy for all this um, person that uh, lose eyes or uh, como resultaron como heridos. Yeah, and everyone that was injured. Um, so yeah, a lot of protests nowadays, actually I think today right now there's a protest going on um, to free the political prisoners. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think there, even among, you know, obviously 80% of the country voted for the new constitution. So there's a lot of different uh, points of view there, but, but yeah, there was division even among the left. Um, a lot of people said, you know, this is not the form of, this is not the way to protest and we should not be violent and, you know, burning things. And, um, but, but there was a lot, I mean, you saw a lot of the opposite where people were, were saying, just as you said, like those out there on the front line are the reason that the older people and others can come out and feel safer to protest because the Primera Linea is kind of 
taking the brunt of the um, violence from the police. And that allows the, the older people and uh, those who are, are less confrontational to be out there and protest. So for me, some of, some of the most inspiring signs I remember seeing are like folks that are 80 years old and, and they have signs that say, you know, gracias a la primera línea, you know, like thank you to the, the frontliners who, who are taking that violence so that they are able, the others, to, to protest um, in a more peaceful way. That's such a fascinating situation to me that you've got you've got these these more radical frontliners who were, as you say, critical in allowing this this really groundbreaking change to occur in your society. But at the same time, things haven't changed enough that, number one, the cops who beat the shit out of them, I, I'm guessing, are still largely employed um, and, and a bunch of them are in jail. I'm, I, do you have much hope that at the very least there will be something to, like, get these people out or is it is that? maybe a bridge i don't know i i i don't know your country obviously as well you i'm curious like do you feel like there's much hope in pushing for that because it seems like you know those people need to be free <laughs> yeah i mean most of these guys who are in prison uh, they have spent like oh no like 12 months in prison without any evidence so yeah it's only the the word of the cops against them so after i know like 13 months, 14 months, they will finally get released because they have, they have no evidence. Or yeah. they could they may find that the police, they made up all the evidence. So they, they finally uh, go out. But, I mean, you spend, like, almost a year in prison. That's, yeah. to me, it's clearly, like, political... I mean, you're a political prisoner. Like, they got, they got you in prison with no evidence, without any proper process. They keep you in prison for a year and who's gonna pay for that i mean you lost a year yeah high five casino is a social casino with real prizes and big vegas hits at highfivecasino.com the hottest games right from vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Artesian. 
premium cocktails on demand. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. We're talking so far about the sacrifices made here. What do you think with this new constitution, you and your, your, your fellow Chileans, what are you going to get? Like how, what are the changes that, that are seem to be most concrete and the ones that you think are most important? Um, I think already it's been groundbreaking. I, I, I believe it's the only constitution uh, ever to be written um, by uh, a, plur- a plurality of, of women and, and also to have a uh, representation from the indigenous peoples and uh, so it's already been very um, inspiring and groundbreaking. Um, the president of the Constitutional Convention is a uh, very inspiring um, Mapuche leader, woman. Um, and the good thing is that uh, the, the right um, it represents less than one third of the Constitutional Convention, so they don't have the power to block um, anything uh, as far as only by the right. So we will see. But they literally just started writing the Constitution last week. So yeah, yeah, it's still. But that's <laughs> I mean, that's that's a significant. Is there a kind of a broad agreement that one of the things that needed to happen here was a redress of grievances between the indigenous people um, and the and the the state? Because it, it sounds yeah. like that's a significant chunk of what's what's been already agreed upon just by like how this is coming together. Yeah. So, uh, well, Nico could probably tell a, a lot mm-hmm. more about this than I could. But um, there's a big deal with uh, the United uh, with the indigenous people in the South and the uh, government um, basically waging war against the indigenous people. Actually, uh, two weeks ago, Pinera, the current right-wing president, um, declared a state of emergency in the South and he just extended it for 15 more days. So we have the military in the South um, and they are, you know, with the tanks and attaching, attacking the um, 
the Mapuche and other indigenous people there. And uh, so, yeah, a big aspect of, of Chile right now is the, the, the fight between and, and the oppression of the government uh, against the native people. And, and it's a cultural thing too. I mean, it's, it's really heavy. Everyone, most people here in Chile are, are mixed, you know, between the, the, the natives and, and the, the white men and everything and, the, you know, the Europeans. Um, but the Mapuche and the other indigenous groups have really not um, received a lot of respect in, in the last 30 years. And, um, and so, yeah, that's a big aspect. Yeah, I will say like, for me, it's very inspiring to have like the president of this new constitution to be a, a Mapuche woman. So, um, yeah, I mean, um, I guess that, the most important thing, like the 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 thing that the this indigenous people want to claim, is the land. I mean, mm-hmm. land for them is the most important thing, and that's what the government. I mean, for the last three hundred years, they have been taking from to them, and they are now like trying to claim again their 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 space. So I mean, let's hope that this new constitution will bring them back their land and the respect that they deserve. Now, there's been a lot of discussion about this this new constitution as I think the term used is an ecological constitution. Um, and it's it's the, the necessity of it addressing a lot of the uh, climate, not just climate change, but like a lot of the things caused by climate change, like um, unequal access to water. Um, there's uh, been discussion, I think Ezio Costa of um, of uh, the FIMA NGO has has uh, is arguing currently that the constitution needs to enshrine a human right to water. And recognize it as a common good. Um, it's obviously, again, they're writing it this week, so it's kind of unclear if that's going to happen. Um, but I, I'm, I'm wondering, kind of, what you, what y'all think it's actually, because as you've talked about, you know, with the protests ongoing, with the military being deployed in the south, this is not a finished fight. Um, it's just a fight that a lot of progress has been made on. What do you think is reasonable to expect from this new constitution in terms of, of, of climate change, in terms of uh, ecological justice? I will say that, no. The, the right of the, of water. Mm-hmm. So water is privatized here. So Chileans here in Santiago, we have to pay a Spanish company to for our water. <laughs> sure. <yeah. laughs> um, I will say like the economy in this country is based on like uh, extractivism. So you have like the most productive thing is mining, and then you have like forestry. Mm-hmm. And all these things, like, they have an enormous impact on the environment. And mm-hmm. the people in Chile, I mean, the people who live like, uh, right next to these kind of uh, things, they don't get anything from them. I mean, the the poorest th- places are, like, right next to the forestries, right next to the mining. So uh, it's kind of like we are creating a lot of uh, income from these things, but we're not getting anything from them. And all, I mean, also, it's not like a thing like let's get everything back to the state. I mean, to the to the state because it's it's more than that. It's just like like um, ecological equality, equity. Yeah, yeah. Sure. It, it's not saying we should take all of the private water and give it to the state as much as it's saying everyone yeah. who lives here has a has a personal right to enough water to survive. Exactly. 
Yeah. yeah. So you have towns where small little towns and uh, they don't have any water to drink because all of their water is to the going to the farm owned by Nestle mm-hmm. to make, uh, you know, to grow avocados to sell to Europe and the United States. So, um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, it's, it's a pretty crazy thing. <laughs> uh, one of the things that's most interesting to me about y'all's situation is you you are in a place where, not entirely dissimilar, dissimilar from the United States, you have a police and a military that are heavily dominated by, by right-wing ideology. Um, obviously, like the United States is partly responsible for that in your case. We, we funded it for a very long time. Um, and uh, and so it's still an ongoing fight. But at the same time, clearly the people are unhappy enough with that situation and hold like th- they were able to make they were able to force the folks with with guns to um to recognize that they can't hold on to everything that they wanted to hold on to. And I I guess I'm. What? How can we do that? <laughs> um, I'm I'm very impressed by like and you know watching from the sidelines. I was just so happy to see this not go where I think we were all scared it might go. You know, in either the direction of like Syria, where it turns into this horrible bloodbath, or where everything gets crushed. You know, it it and and I I'm wondering like why you think on a on a broader scale, what do you think was responsible for those people with access to the guns deciding we can't hold on to this. Like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm so intensely curious about that because it's, it's, it's important for a lot of people in a lot of other parts of the world. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think it was just the, the protest and the daily protest and, and just getting out keeping there. Pressure. Day, yeah. Keeping the pressure on. And at some point, you know, it's like, Hey, this is not good for the economy, you know, like, so yeah. all of the, the rich people um, and, you know, the 10 families that are in control of, you know, 60 or 70% of the wealth of the country. And equality. Yeah, yeah. And they, at some point, had to recognize that this was something that, that uh, you know, had reached its boiling point and, and the, they could no longer respond with just force because they tried it and it didn't work for months. And, and it was just months and months of protests. And, um, and, uh, and obviously that caused a hit to the economy and that caused a hit to the wallets of, of the ultra rich. And yeah. so at some point they, they realized that uh, they had no other move to play than to accept it in some way. And, uh, and that's how we got, uh, you know, this new constitution that is being written. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Father's Day is coming. A day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us. 
to crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off. No dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. But the Bartesian cocktail maker, it's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all natural bitters, so dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. One thing I was I'm interested about is the geography of the protest because I know Chile is very urban population and also it's, what is it, is it like a, it's like a quarter of the population or something lives in Santiago or like in in, in that area and so I'm, yeah. I'm wondering oh, third I think yeah. Yeah. wow yeah. 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 so so Although, wondering, oh, sorry I, I just want to note if I'm not mistaken there were only five you have kind of communes instead of states is what they're called um like 10 voted in favor of the referendum and only five voted against it, if I'm not mistaken? Well, communes are within cities. Like, oh, so within Santiago cities. Yeah. different communes. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, it's like boroughs in New York. But uh, we have different regions instead of states. Right. And, um, and I think they all voted. Yeah, there might be like seven who voted. But what you might be thinking of... Um, Commerce. Of, yeah, Robert, you might be thinking of communes in Santiago, where God. Santiago is very, um, so it's all on the Rio Mapocho, the, the river which goes east mm-hmm. to west across the city. And basically, you have this like very rich part on the east and up into the hills. And, um, and then it gets poorer and poorer as you go to the west. And um, yeah, for the vote for the constitution um it was 
everyone voted uh, for the constitution except for these communes, <laughs> these ultra rich mm-hmm. in, in the East. Yeah. Oh, wow. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> when, something, something I was also curious about this was, so when, when the protests were going on, because, um, you know, Chile's had like huge protests before, I mean, even the last sort of decade. What, what, what I was interested also with, with this time is like, well, A, what do you think is different about this than say like 2011, 2013? And then B, in terms of like the geographic breakdown of where people are and where they're going, is it that you know, so so you you have this you have this classified in the city, but were 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 the working class districts like were, were were people staying there in those districts, or were they like moving from those places like to protest inside of the the richer urban areas? Mm, I would say like I mean yeah, we have like many protests in the past, but they were more kind of like I don't know like students protests. And then you have like, you know, like the university protests. But when we have like this protest, like that we, like the one we have in 2019, it's like something that unites everyone. I mean, you don't have to be a student. You don't have to go to university to protest. I mean, it's something that uh, is affecting everyone. I mean, the fares of the metro, they affect everything. And the inequality in the country affects everyone. So, um, I mean, that I guess that that's the thing that, make this uh, protest of the 2019 unique in this term. Yeah, and I think uh, it was actually a problem when all the protests were happening. A lot of people were saying, we can't keep going to the plaza. You know, the cops are just going to wait for us in the plaza and, you know, it's going to be a shit show and we need to, uh, you know, protest all over. And um, there were protests across Chile in in every single major city. but I, I will say the majority of the protests have been um, here in the plaza and close to La Moneda where the presidential palace and, um, but some of the most memorable protests- And the Costanera Center too. And, and the Costanera <laughs> Center, the, the tallest building in, in Latin America, which is a mall and um, a, a monument to this idea that uh, Piñera has uh, of, um, the away of Chile being an oasis in South America. Like, yeah. We're not like other countries. We're we're like the United States. You know, we're this capitalism capitalist oasis. And <laughs> exactly. Um, but but yeah. So some of the most memorable protests they they weren't super common, but were exactly that where the people said, you know what, we're not going to the plaza. We're going to Costanera Center or we're going to Vitacura. We're going to where the millionaires live, where they work. And um, those were really powerful. And so that's when you started to see like all of those banks and malls and just blocks and blocks of what uh, the the rich folk like to call San Hatton, you know, Santiago, Manhattan, uh, the, the skyscraper part of the city. And it was just all boarded up, you know, um, be, because uh, there there were definitely a couple of weeks where the protest went that way. And um, and, and, and yeah, it, it was inspiring. What I keep coming back to when I look about like why it worked, it wasn't because the frontliners just kept the pressure up because the frontliners did in a lot of places here. The frontliners stayed out well after everyone else stopped coming out. It's sure. that the population kept up the pressure. Like the the there were like Chile as a as a as a nation, as a as a people 
kept up the pressure in, in, a, in a pretty significant way, um, as opposed to kind of fading back after the first couple of weeks. And um, I mean, it, 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 I think I'm sure the question of why it happened has a lot to do with, like you said, inequality, you know, things that have been going on for decades. It's, it's, a, it's a complex situation. But it does seem like that's one of the big takeaways, that if you can you can secure even in even in a, a pretty terrifying situation a lot of concessions a lot of uh, of what you need but but people have to have to keep putting themselves out there yeah absolutely i would say it's a couple of things um one is um as you mentioned i think it's like the culture of protest here you know especially in the last 10 years like um, with the Revolución Pinguino in Los Melonces yeah. in, in 2011, um, you know, and there were... And the 8M. And the, the feminist pr protests, the 8M. And um, so it's it's not something that just happened two years ago. It, it's the last decade or two has, has been the people, especially the young people going out there and protesting. And um, that's... That's one thing that's inspiring about Boric, the candidate uh, for president. Uh, the election is next month. Uh, so the left-wing candidate, uh, Boric, and, and he came out of that movement. He was a student protester and a leader of the student movement. And so I think it's like, it grew out of that. It grew out of kids in high school saying, this is just what we do. This is normal. We go out there and, and protest when, when shit happens. And, and the other thing is, yeah, you know, we always say here in Chile after the protest started, um, it's not 30 pesos, it's 30 years, you know, 30 years of neoliberalism, of this revolving door of center right and center left and, and just continuing on with the um, economic oppression. And the other thing I feel like people don't understand is that, uh, you know, People either think Chile is like the United States or they think it's like Peru or something, you know, mm -hmm. and it's really neither. In Chile, the the minimum wage is half of what the United States is, which is already terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, the cost of living here is almost the same as you guys in Portland. I mean, not the housing, probably, but yeah. like, you know, food the cost and of living stuff. Here, yeah. Yeah, it's like Europe, you know. I could move to Berlin and live cheaper than here, you Ooh, know. But it is I hard to <laughs> of three times that, you know. Mm -hmm. So, so I think it's that's the other thing is people just they they had no other choice, you know, and, and yeah. they were just bored down by by thirty years, uh, you know, after twenty years of a dictatorship, thirty years of of this terrible wages. And um, just neoliberalism, and uh, so so I, I think it's it's partially that, and partially just like the culture of protests that grew out of the student movements in in the early two thousands. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was one thing I was interested also interested about that I don't remember seeing much of at the time was what was Chilean organized labor doing during this. Uh, it's a good question. <laughs> Honestly, labor hasn't been a big part of uh, the protest, at least from my point of view. You know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it 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 took a pretty strong uh, uh, hit during the Pinochet years, if I'm not mistaken. So there was kind of that, like, I guess that does make sense. 
Uh, sure. Yeah. Honestly, I, I don't know a whole lot about labor history here in Chile, but um, but yeah, it definitely is. I mean, you would see, you know, um, union groups in the streets uh, here and there, but um, but but definitely they they weren't a, a leading voice in the protest. I would say. Yeah. So I, I guess that leads into the other. I guess one one of the other things that from from my understanding has been happening all across Latin America, but, but in, in Chile in particular is the, the rise of the informal sector and people just sort of not having access to sort of stable wages and labor. And, and I'm wondering about, okay, so organized laborers, like the, so the classical unions aren't really involved in this. And I guess I'm, I'm interested in how, if I'm right, that, that you're dealing with a lot of people who aren't doing traditional labor stuff, what was the process that was able to get people mobilized? Is like especially people who just have no sort of like people people who are in the informal sector and people who aren't involved in the sort of older classical organizations? Yeah, I don't know. I guess I would just say uh, it's like that that culture of protest um, that comes from the the young people uh, in the last twenty years, and then of course um, the older folks who. Um, you know, uh, lived through the dictatorship. And of course, um, there were an uh, incredible protest at that time too. And, and so, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I was, even after living here for, you know, six years, um, I was shocked. I, I never thought it would come to this. I never thought I would see, you know, over half a million people in the streets of Santiago, um, and, and I would never, never thought we'd see a new constitution. So, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't have the answers. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's surprising to me, but, um, what I will say though, is I don't want to paint a rosy portrait of Chile right now, because, yeah. um, if, uh, like we mentioned, you know, uh, tomorrow night, if you guys go to, uh, Galleria Cima, C-I-M-A, on YouTube or Instagram, um, they have a live feed of the plaza four blocks from our house. And every Friday, you know, you the protests come out and sometimes the cops are there right away and they make a whole perimeter with 200 cops and all of the, you know, tanks and everything um, uh, blocking entrance to the plaza in every direction. Sometimes they let the people protest, but then at 10 o'clock, you know, after the sun comes down, they come out there and, um, you know, it's, it's the same thing. We had a young woman was, was killed a couple of weeks ago. Jesus. Yeah. um, So, and the other thing is that we have this election coming up and uh, this guy uh, cast extreme right winger, Pinochetista, um, just like they call him the Chilean Bolsonaro. Um, just like a real piece of shit and uh he has um he has really risen in the polls in the last month or two um the right-wing candidate sitchell who won the right-wing primaries um and was kind of going to be the successor to pinera the current right-wing president um because in chile you know you can't run consecutive you can't have consecutive terms um, but Sitchell just kind of was not a great candidate and uh, kind of blew it. And, and he went down and, and now cast is going up. And it's really scary 
to think about cast getting into the, the second round um, where it will probably be him versus uh, Boric. And, um, and so, yeah, you know, even though the, the constitution was approved by 79% of the country, um, you know, it's very possible that this election is going to come down to a runoff between a, you know, moderate socialist like Boric, um, not the most extreme leftist, uh, in fact, known as Amarillo, you know, very yellow bellied here in mm -hmm. Chile, that's his nickname. Um, but it will probably right now it's looking like it's going to come down to him and cast who is like almost a return to the dictatorship. So yeah. it's, it's pretty scary. Jeez. So it's just this, there's just so much fighting to do. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never <end. laughs> There's just so much fighting to do. Um I mean I I uh yeah. Um do you have do any of you have anything else you want to make sure you you say or talk about before we kind of close out for the day? I don't know. I will say like 3 days ago, I just pay my I I finally paid my whole student loan. <laughs> it was like like I've been working for more than 10 years in my life I mean, since I finished the university and I've been wasting, I mean, all my savings, I just pay this fucking student loan. I, 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 I guess that you guys in the, in the United States are like the same. Like, it's, I don't know. Well, except it's, for people don't pay off their student loan. Yeah, we oh, just okay. don't. <laughs> it just, sure. just stays there forever. <laughs> and I just, I, I just, I would like to wish to the other, to the, the coming people that I mean, I don't wish that future for my, from, I mean, yeah. for the future people in this country, I, I don't wish anyone that, I mean, university, I mean, all students should be um, study for free. I mean, it's like inconceivable for me. Yeah. So that was a big part of it. And then also the IFAP uh, pension system here, which is totally privatized. And so you, uh, you, the government just takes your money for retirement. You get to choose between four or five options, which are private <laughs> companies. And then um, if you make money, then uh, the, the company takes, you know, uh, their chunk of your, your retirement as the payment for managing your fund. But if you lose money, then it's on you. So literally, you know, Steffi's mom is like, you know, checking on her retirement. How did I do this year? It's like, oh, you lost two thousand dollars this year. <laughs> that's Jesus. that's your retirement savings. You know, so you and you have you know people here trying to live on you know retirements of one hundred dollars a month, while the military is receiving ten thousand dollars a month. You know, so that was a big part of it. Um, but I think what I always come back to here in Chile is, uh, like we've said, the activist renamed the Plaza, Plaza Dignidad. And that's what it all comes down to is just, we're not asking for, you know, ponies as Hillary Clinton would say, we're not, we're not asking for the moon. We're just asking for basic dignity that everyone deserves. And it's as simple as that. So, we just have to uh, cross our fingers and and hope that um, we've done enough uh, that that you know at a minimum you know people can live and retire with some dignity. That's all. Yeah, 
Yeah, and uh, and that uh, <laughs> enough ecological justice can be gained that uh, people can survive what's coming. Um, exactly. Which it's it's nice to see at the very least that that's a central topic of discussion. Um, whereas in the United States, everyone in power seems fine with just ignoring the increasing problems <laughs> for now. So. I don't know. You know, I, 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 again, I also don't want to be painting too rosy a picture. As you've, as you've made repeatedly clear, there's a lot of, of struggle left still. Um, but at least you've, you've, you've achieved a lot. And I, I, I'm just, uh, heartened by, by hearing your story and, and, and hope that more people pay attention to what's happened there and try to take lessons from it. Cause I think we all need to be, we all need to be, gearing up um as as i'm sure y'all will continue to continue to do anything else before we we close out um no that's it i mean i completely agree i i think that just like the message is that like you know better things are possible like yeah. real 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 change can happen you know like this started uh two years ago with high schoolers protesting and now we're going to have a vote on a new constitution and it's going to be an ecological constitution, a plurinational uh, constitution um, with respect for the indigenous people. It's, it's, uh, it's written by, uh, you know, an equal amount of men and women and everything. And, and so, yeah, just, I think for me, it, it's so easy for us who have grown up, in uh, you know under the gloom of neoliberalism to to just get really depressed and fatalistic about it and uh so for me i feel the same way like uh it's just such an inspiration uh, the 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 chilean and and especially the chilean youth um but but yeah um it's just an inspiration and uh and proof that that change can happen um, but it's not just voting. And, you know, it, like Chileans have elected socialists, you know, the, the former president was a socialist, but it was just the same neoliberalism bullshit. So I think, you know, voting is great, but like, that's just not enough. And so you have to, um, you know, uh, get out in the streets and, and try to uh, organize and, and make real change uh, in other ways as well. All right. Yeah. I agree entirely. Thank you all for coming on. Um, I couldn't appreciate it more. And, and I hope you have uh, a, a lovely rest of your day and a lovely continuing to uh, uh, stick it to the sons of bitches. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse 
lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up, guys? This is Sean, Lights Out Merriman, and Saturday, June 15th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting 17 returns to Casino Palma in San Diego. Get your tickets now at LightsOutXF.com, and we'll be live on Lights Out Sports TV, available on all major platforms. Doors open at 5 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be Lights Out. Lights Out Sports is free sports TV by athletes for fans. For details about the event and tickets, go to LightsOutXF.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.